Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story, and we are separate once again. Sadly, yes. Yes. Uh, it, was a, it was a fun little, I don't know, what do we have? Two and a half days, something like that, where we were yeah. in the same place. It was a blast. Uh, and we got to do one recording in, in live and in person. But yeah, now we're, we're back in our respective homes. So we, we continued our SEC tour with just a one-year gap. Um, yes. By going to Gainesville, Florida, and seeing the Gators in the swamp, and which was fantastic. It was. No, great. It, was. It, it was. was. It was. I, I I said this to you, and I thought about it even more going back and looking at the pictures. But yeah, no stadium has felt the way it looked on video games and on TV the way <laughs> this stadium did. I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, I think the places we've gone, that's the most like just physically the stadium has a unique feel. You know, yeah. Alabama Stadium is really cool, but it's it's just a giant it's a stadium. very big stadium. Yeah. So is Auburn's. You know, I mean, they have their traditions like Auburn has the, you know, the Eagles flight and that's awesome to see. But yeah. just like walking in the and seeing like, oh, this is this place that I've seen on TV for years and years and years. And like, yeah, 100%, this was one of those places that, I mean, the, it's, to me, almost all the wall, the orange walls in all four corners yeah. that have the, you know, this is the swamp and the SEC championship years and the national championship years. And that that is what's so unique about that place is, you know, you see that. And, yeah, that was, I mean, I remember walking in when we saw it from outside before we even got in the gates. And it was like, hey, we're, we're here, man. I'm seeing this with my own two eyes, not on a TV not on a video game. That's cool, but this was cooler. Yeah. No, it was a it was a great experience um Yeah. being in the stadium. I, oh man, I, so loud. Yeah. So loud. I mean, that that was there were times that my my ears were ringing a little in the second half. Like, you know, we literally sat there and I'm thinking, this is like this is, you know, loud enough for me to notice, like, wow, this is loud. Uh, you know, and that that was really cool. Um, and, man, I can't say enough about that between the third and fourth quarter when they do the, you know, We Are the Boys and then the Tom Petty song. That was, I mean, that was goosebump inducing. Yeah, for me, the in-the-stadium experience was, I think, my favorite of any of the venues we've been to. Um, yeah, I'd say so. The, I mean, we got a great game too, which didn't yeah. hurt. And, know, and I do think that was part of it. That played down to the wire. Yeah, yeah. I know. mean, that's something we talked about. It wasn't a route. It wasn't. No. It wasn't uh, a lopsided contest from when they showed up. It it almost was in the Felt first like quarter. It was early, but yeah, it did not did not stay that way. But you know, the fact that the crowd had a reason to get back into it and and then yes. stay into it until the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a, just a fun game. And again, I'm not a Florida fan, you know, I'm a Florida state fan, but all I could do is, is rave about how much fun that was to see a game there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was really something. The, it the, was. the outside the stadium atmosphere I thought was pretty good, even given the weather, sure. uh, you know, we got there early and, and as we do, you know, four hours or so before kickoff, yeah. Yeah. and and we were not the first. Um, oh by no, any certainly not. Certainly not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there were probably people who were there double the amount of time before kickoff um, as we were. Uh, you know, 
I, I we talked about this. I still think the Grove is the coolest pregame atmosphere I've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and part of that is just because it was the first and, and, and it was such a thing that we built up for years of wanting to see it. And we, you know, uh, well, and the way they've they, all been the way great. they did it, it at the Grove, it is a mass of humanity in a yeah, very really confined space. This, <laughs> yeah. this felt yeah. more like if ASU had tailgating, yes, this is what it would look like because there was uh-huh. a group at this intersection and there was a group over here by the stadium and then there was yeah. a big group at this you know campus yeah quad. for sure for sure yeah yeah you know i i i would love to go back to alabama uh, and you know you never know what you're gonna get but on a day where it wasn't raining and see what that was like because they had that massive area where the tailgates were but it was a little bit mitigated by the fact it was raining off and on and people weren't mm-hmm. out as much and, you know uh, yeah, it's one of those things. You can't control the weather. Yeah. But uh, Alabama but gets an incomplete. But compared to, they do. They compared do. to Auburn, yeah. I felt like the atmosphere for this, now granted, much better game. Uh, for sure. But yeah. I felt like the atmosphere from this was charged the whole time. It was. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it had the feel. I mean, I know Florida's been good of late. They've had, a, you know, they had a good year last year. But it just had the feel of like a fan base that was starved for a game like that. Um, obviously, they were good last year. They didn't have a full stadium. And prior to last year, they've been a little bit of a mixed bag. Some bad years, some coaching changes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some mediocre seasons. Like one good year with Muschamp, but that's about it. Um, and, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it just had the feel of a fan base that was like, you know, ready to be back in that in that room top 10 matchup against the defending champions and, and taking them, you know, a full 15 rounds. And they, they came up just short, but they, it really felt like they just ran out of time. Felt like that that game was five minutes longer. Florida wins, but that's, you know, that's not how it was. Yeah. And and overall, I I thought, you know, it was very hot and muggy, but, but Gainesville was was a very nice place to hang out. For a few days, sure. you know, some yeah. good food. That Satchel's Pizza was very oh, good. That calzone was fantastic, man. That that was one of the best calzones I've ever had. You know, and I thought Flying Biscuit was good. Yes, um, yes, yes, very good. I mean, obviously, that experience was unique to what we've done before because we we were there the first time we we'd gone into the city two days before. The mm-hmm. other three, we you know, we've gone in for the game. We've had something to eat. And, and, you know, we've seen the campus and then we've gone back, you know, so this one was unique to, to get in, you know, two days before, have a full Friday before the game and, and even the morning of the game. And, you know, it was, it was fun. Can't always pull that off, but it was a lot of fun for this round. And we saw real live alligators, two of them. We did. We did. Yeah. Two different places. And yeah, it was, it was really cool. Really cool. Good time. Um, great stadium to see a game uh, you know i mean it look it's it's got it's it's not a you know at&t stadium or or allegiant or any of these fancy new places that have all the bells and whistles but if you just you know want to see good college football and a great atmosphere i mean that place holds up to anything i've seen at least oh yeah i thought it was fantastic um, yeah what wasn't fantastic and we saw some great players i mean like, yeah. you know i think for years we'll look back at that game and be like hey, man how many great players we saw on both sides, probably. Yeah. Oh, I, the, you know, you talked about the number of guys Alabama didn't bring who are going to be stars. 
Yeah, I mean, they had that incredible recruiting class last year. And I looked at that class, you know, kind of going into the game just to see, like, uh, you know, like who would play. And, and yeah, there were guys that, you know, five-star guys that weren't even on the travel roster, which is amazing to, to think of the depth they have, uh, you know. But, hey, we'll, we'll maybe catch them in a year or two somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, loaded group, I'm sure we're going to, for the next few Aprils, uh, you know, hear plenty of names from both sides called on, on Thursday and Friday nights. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the flip side of the weekend was, you know, we were on the East coast, so the time zone was bad for it. Yeah. But, uh, luckily neither of us were forced to endure the entire, uh, (laughs) viewing experience of that game. Well, not the entire viewing experience. I was awake for the whole thing on my overnight bus to Miami and I listened to parts and I watched parts on my phone and. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a frustrating night as an ASU fan because I don't know about the impression you got, but it felt like, you know, for good stretches of the game that we were the better team and yet we never had the lead. And, and so it's hard to say that, but like, uh, there were stretches where it felt like we were in control. We just kept killing ourselves. Well, you know, the theme of the week post game seems to have been, the penalties were bad, but let's yeah. not, you know, like let's let's not go crazy. The team played really well, but for the penalties, and it's like, yeah, yeah how was your how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? You know, <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. I mean, sixteen penalties and four turnovers. You're going to struggle to beat good teams, and BYU's a good team. Yeah, uh, probably. You know, I don't think in our preseason look ahead, I can I can say I undersold them. I, I didn't think they'd be as good as, as they are. I don't think they're, you know, top five team in the country, but they're a good team. Yeah. And, and, and they were at the home. Flags. They were home, yeah, with the, with the raucous crowd. We hadn't played in front of a, a, an imposing crowd since, you know, November of 2019. Um, and so that's a, an adjustment, but it's not an adjustment that we made well. Um, and, and, yeah, it's just um, – I mean, it's the red flags that popped up in the first two games. And what did we say over and over again? You can't make those type of mistakes against better teams. And, you know, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. It, you know, it's disappointing. Like, there are bright spots. Nada sure. with the takeaway. Or, I mean, with the, good, with the good game. Uh, yeah. You know, the defense yeah. did have t- a takeaway that <laughs> we coughed back up immediately. Immediately followed by a giveaway. But, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean. There were, sure. It wasn't a total nightmare. Um, Nada was very good. Like, uh, the way – that was a part of the game I got to actually see on my phone. And the way Nada runs with authority, like, he just takes the ball and goes, and he's got speed, and I'm like, man, we need to – I know, you know, White's good, and hopefully Trainum comes back. He didn't play when he was supposed to, so I don't know what the deal is there. Um, but, you know, we, we got to get this guy more involved because he, he does not fool around when he gets the ball. Yeah. Um, the receiving core, Elijah Badger, made his Sun Devil debut. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Didn't have a catch, though, right? I, was gonna I don't say, think he no. played much, but. You know, but. it was not the, if you were expecting him to come in and be world-altering <laughs> for this offense, he was right. not. No, and, and we don't know why he's missed so much practice. I don't know if it's injury or personal reason or whatever. Um, but obviously mm-hmm. when you're missing as much practice time, it's hard to expect he's going to be a world beater right away. Um, 
you know, Johnny Wilson had a key drop. He missed the first quarter because of a, you know, the team related punishment. Apparently he was late to a meeting. So a frustrating night for him, which kind of continues a series of frustrations. Like he just, like we talked about when we were, you know, together a few days ago, he just doesn't seem like he's a special player. It seems like a, an average receiver, which, you know, is fine, except he wasn't supposed to be that. Yeah. If you reset your expectations where this team is going to be a team of possession receivers and possession right. tight ends, and, and if we're going to win, it's going to be on the ground, right. then he's fine. The problem is... He's fine. Yeah. I was told that this quarterback and this receiving core... I know. We're going to be so special and otherworldly, and they're just and not. just not seeing it. No, no. I mean, I, you know, Daniels, it sounded like, had another little stretch where he, like, in the first quarter... You know, we got the touchdown, we drove down the field, and, you know, it felt like, and then he, they run that little kind of, not trick play so much, but this, like, you know, pump fake throwback where he gets deflected and throws the pick, and and then he never really got into a good rhythm after that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it just felt like another game where, like, little stretch, but not consistent enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just became, you know, another meh game. Yeah. From a guy yeah. who's delivered a number of meh games. For yeah. The yeah. And, and look, and, and, I, I, I hate that I keep, I feel like I'm bashing him all the time and that's not my intent, but it's just, no. if what they had sold me on was he's a game manager, I'd say, okay. Right. I'm with you. But I'm they totally didn't tell me you. he's a game manager. He was <laughs> supposed to be special. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, if, if he had the same expectation level as Manny Wilkins, I think we'd look at it and say, yeah, he's pretty good he's doing what he's uh, supposed know, to do if he's right, Manny Wilkins right. the problem is but he was a you know number three or four quarterback in the country best you know I mean all the lot of you know uh, the you know best quarterback we've ever gotten highest ranked quarterback we've ever gotten blah 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 and yeah he just like he seems like a slightly better version of Manny Wilkins which is not horrible but it's not what we were told no but Manny Wilkins was a seven and five quarterback and yeah and let's yeah. be realistic jane daniels is a seven and five quarterback yes he is yeah <laughs> yeah i mean to this point in his career he's got a he's got a seven and five season and a two and two season and now two and one so he's barely you know he's and well one of those losses i guess he was injured in in uh 2019 so he's what eight and four if you count the bowl game yeah 10 and six 12 and seven yeah, it's not horrible, but it's not great either. Yeah, it, look, if this was the NFL, that'd be sure. very good. <laughs> sure, the problem sure. is it's college football where it's not. You know, yeah. you know, of those twelve wins, Oregon and Michigan State, yeah, are, are the most impressive. Are impressive, no doubt. And, and and remember, Michigan State, he was pretty bad for three and a half quarters. Like he yeah. had a great drive when we needed it to win the game. Well, and the defense. We I mean, the that's the thing. And it's hard to it's look. It's hard to put it on him if if like we were losing games the way Mahomes lost games at Texas Tech. Sure. You know. Sure. It, if, yeah. But, yeah. But we're not. <laughs> right. We're no. not scoring. We're turning the ball over. We're you know, he's underwater yeah. this year. Two touchdowns to three picks. And it, you I know. know, I know, which is which is poor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, just feels like this offense is kind of stuck in in the mud. Um, we're really not running the ball as well as I thought. Like the the numbers look good, but the feel of like, are we really controlling the game? Are we able to just impose our will? 
I haven't seen it much. Second half against UNLV, yeah. Um, but we certainly didn't do it against BYU. You know, a little stretch there with Nada. That one drive where it was like boom, 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 big gain, big gain, touchdown. But it, it's not consistent. Yeah. It's and, and you know, so and training has been hurt. Obviously that makes a difference, but I don't know. This this offense is nothing special so far. And we're twenty five percent into the season, so it's like gotta show itself soon. You don't get, you know, eighty two games to figure it out like in an NBA season. You know, you, you gotta start doing it. And it's start I mean, like, I'm gonna tell you right now, we lose this week, I fear an under five hundred record is coming. I don't think we'll lose this week. No, I'll say that. But if we, but if lose, we do, bad things are coming. If we lose this week, the team is going to quit on the coach. Yes, I'm just yes. gonna say it because this coaching staff isn't gonna be here. No. I, I, you know, I I don't think Pierce is long for this coaching staff, given what happened. And yeah. the offense is bad, so I don't think Zach Hill is the answer. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't appear so, and, and yeah, yeah, I mean, I At that I point, Her, I mean, you're, I, you're telling Herm he's going to replace both coordinators again? Yeah, I doubt I, that. You know? I doubt that, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do feel like this is a this is a must-win to just keep things afloat. It's a now, program must-win. It's not a season yeah, yeah. must-win. It's a program must-win. Yeah, for the program as it's constituted now, yeah, agreed. I mean, like, you know, Colorado has scored seven points in the last eight quarters. Uh, they, you know, and yeah, four of those quarters was against Texas A&M, who has a great defense and, you know, studs and all that. But then they were at home and they got shut out by Minnesota, who's not a great team. Decent program, fine but nothing special and not only shut out, but I think under a hundred yards of offense, if I saw it correctly, yeah. I mean, it was, it was a destruction. I mean, um, we are you know, by, so. by the numbers, we are averaging 200 more yards of offense than Colorado. Per yeah. Game. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a game you've got to win because even if you win it, you got UCLA and Stanford coming up UCLA. I know they lost to Fresno, but they've, they've been good. Fresno's good. I think we should probably concede that Fresno's a good team and that that's not a horrible loss for UCLA. Um, and Stanford has played better since the opening week. They made the quarterback change. They've shown a little little bit more life, a lot more life. Mm-hmm. So you've got two challenging games and then a trip to Utah. They appear to be in a little bit of disarray right now, too. But that's a tough place to play. Well, so and by I, that point, you, they'll have a quarterback again. Right. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd think so, unless that guy leaves too. Who knows? Um, but uh, you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, it just it feels like the the season sort of hangs in the balance this week. Not to say if we win, all is going to be wonderful, but if we lose, that all could get really ugly. No, it it, it is a hundred percent not that everything is great if we win. This is a right. well. Obviously, we're going to win this game. And you a loss one. would be yeah. devastating. Yeah. I mean, if you got any, I know it's the first conference game. That seems crazy to say this. But if you got any realistic hopes of winning the Pac-12 South, you got to win this game. I mean, yeah. it, you, you just do. I don't know if they're going, I, I don't think they're going to. I mean, if they, they may win the South at 5-4 and four because the South stinks or <laughs> something like that. I mean, you know, that's yeah. possible. Well, I mean, I USC gave everyone a game already. <laughs> right. Right. And Arizona you know, lost and, and 10 AU. So Arizona's been bad. Colorado's been bad. Utah again has, you know, is one and two and looks like they're kind of, you know, on the ropes. 
Uh, UCLA has been pretty good in SC. You know, they got some life out of the backup quarterback, although now he's hurt, so who knows. Um, but, you know, it doesn't appear to be a very good division. So could, you know, could the winner be six and three? Yeah, I think that seems very reasonable. But right now, I don't, I don't see us being able to go six and three. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm very unimpressed by what I've seen so far. Uh, you know, hopefully this is the beginning of a turnaround this week. Maybe we get back home and we clean up the mistakes. And when we talk next week, it'll be like, well, you know what? That team finally showed something. And now we're going to go to L.A. and we're going to beat UCLA. And here we go. But so far, I'm not seeing it. No. We, this is a game where and, – and look, they're a Pac-12 school. So it's, sure. it's entirely possible that you could lose this game. This, oh, yeah. But it's this not is UNLV a, or Southern Utah. Yeah. I mean, this is a better team than that, but not by a ton, I don't think. No, but this is a game where you it, you should come out here and just dominate. You're at home. They're not that good. Against a bad offense. And you really should just, And you should just yeah. roll. It's just that yes. simple. You should roll yes. in this game. And, and you're not good enough to not roll. Like you no, can't agree. just take your foot <laughs> off the gas here. You need to keep scoring. Keep pounding. I agree. I agree. Yeah. This is this is a game to again, like I just said, you know, like this is a game that should make us next week say, you know what? This team finally showed that that little bit of special that we've been waiting to see. And if we don't see it this week, when are we going to? You know, I mean I I just feel like you know, not that everybody we play after this is a is a hoss. I mean, we play Washington State, we play Arizona. There's winnable games out there. After no, this but, game. but but here's the thing: if you don't win this game, you're looking at four and eight as a as so. a realistic totally prediction. I totally agree. I, I yeah, if you don't win this game, I I don't see a clear path to a, even a 500 record, which is startling for me to say based on the expectations that we had. But I really do feel like, because I agree with you, you know, you just, you not only look at the tougher opponents after this, but you look at, you know, will this team even stay on the same page or will they start to splinter, go their own direction guys, you know, rolling it up and just, you know, leaving to prepare for the draft or going in the transfer portal, like Charlie Brewer or whatever. I mean, I think it's in play. This team needs something to play for to keep it all together. Yeah, and, and if you lose this, you feel like that starts to really slip away. Well, because it's very easy to be aligned and say, "Well, everyone's against us, and we have right. a lot to play for." Right. But Until when you, you don't have a lot to play when, for, yeah, I was just gonna say when <laughs> when that comes away, it becomes everyone's against us. Why do I want to be a part of a sinking ship that well, everyone I'm hates? Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and we talked about this preseason. And I remember having this conversation that, like, you know, given everything that's going on around the program, if things go south early, they could start to go even further south. And, you know, we're only two and one. I mean, things haven't, you know, slipped off the rails. But if you lose this game and then you go to L.A., you, you know, if you lose this, you're probably not winning at UCLA. I think then, that's reasonable to say. Then you're under 500. Then you're under 500 and you're 0-2 in conference. And that's where you start seeing, you know, Oh, uh, Jack Jones has left the program to prepare for the draft. And, you know, Chase on and Lucas on. I mean, too. Just, yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, there's like, there's, there's more and more of that where it's like, well, you know, and it's, uh, you know, tough to blame a guy if they do that in that situation. I mean, I, I know we want everybody to be rah, rah on the same page, but 
when you lose the goals that you have, especially if you lose them early, you know, it's, it's hard to keep everybody on the same page. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, again, I, I, all this being said, I think that we win this week. Well, um, let's get the predictions. Let's. Okay. Let's go to it. Um, I want to believe. So I'm going to pick based on my desire yeah. to believe and say that we're going to win this game 37 to 13. Okay. And, and that I'd it's convincing from that. the, that's convincing from the jump. So I, I hope that's the case. I'm, I'm not as confident. I think we win. Wouldn't bet the house on it. Um, but I think we win, but I'm, I'm going to say it's, uh, 24 to 10. I'm going to say it's an underwhelming win. Their offense struggles. We get we get enough offense, but we're still left thinking like, yeah, this just isn't happening. Because I just feel like that's going to be the case all year. I hate being that way, and I I hope I've changed my tune soon, whether it's next week or soon after. But I just I don't know, man. I'm getting a, I'm getting a bad vibe from this team right now. Yeah. I the the problem is the offense. Yeah, you know, I mean that's I, a that's a significant problem. Yeah, the defense. You know, you go on the road, you give okay. up, you give up under four touchdowns. That, yeah, it's not bad. You know, it's not bad. You know, I mean that's not terrible, but gave up some big plays, gave up some wide open. I mean, two of their touchdowns, like that's just wide open. Yeah, you know, and, Todd Graham era esque. A little bit, a little bit. You know, I mean, I watched the replay on on Monday when I got home, or a little bit. You know, kind of just skipping through and seeing some of the highlights and. You know, like just just wide open guys. Um, I mean, it, you know, now again, when your offense is struggling, then you have less margin for error on defense, and that's the thing. You know, like our offense should be good enough to make up for that, but it's not. And I don't know if it's gonna be. And and then you know, defense can go south quick if you feel like, well, you know, no matter how well we play, it's not good enough. Uh, you know, so I don't know, man. I just like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I hope two, three weeks from now we're talking and I'm saying, man, remember when I was so down on things at the end of September? Uh, I'm sure not now. I'm feeling great. Um, but, yeah, I just, I just don't have a good feeling right now about where this program is headed this year and certainly after this year. Would you hire Clay Helton? For ASU. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> no, right no, now. Uh, we are short on coaches as it is. Like as an assistant, you mean? Yeah. Like, if you're Herm, sure. would you bring sure. him in, like, now? I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I thought you meant as, like, the next head coach. I don't think I would do that. I think that's... No, uh, I, I think that I, I if it were up to me, I would go either Norvell. Uh, yeah. Or... <laughs> Certainly might be available. Or young assistant. Like, yeah. find a guy, yeah. whoever's, you know, the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean... Yeah, it feels that way, and and maybe uh, you know what's what's gonna happen if Herb gets pushed out the door or pushes himself out the door, or whatever, is some of these guys who've been pushed aside, especially the alums like Burko Hagen, you're gonna see some of these guys back in the fold. I believe that we'll reach out and we'll say, hey, let's make it right, and and because you're gonna need it because the team might suck. And so you're going to need some, you're going to need some alumni good feelings about like, Hey, we don't, I don't know about a head coach. I'm not sure we got a guy who's ready to be a head coach, but Taylor Kelly, I know has been a coach or you're, you're going to have those hires because you're going to need them. Yeah. 
you know, I I think you're probably right. I think you're looking at a, you know, that that Burko Simone, DJ mm-hmm. Foster, yeah, era producing a couple assistants. Yeah. You know, and it'd be kind of like, a, hey, we, we need this. Well, and if know, they really, the head coach, if they know. really, really get, get where I think it could go. Yeah. You, you make Plummer like the ADs, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, special yeah. advisor to the athletic director and you just trot <laughs> him out there for a couple games. Yeah, you might have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't know how bad it's going to get, but I, I think it's, I think it's going to get somewhat bad. I mean, uh, you know, the, the forecast does not look good. Sort of like our Saturday in Gainesville. They're going to be terrible. Well, it wasn't bad until nine thirty at night, and and that could be the case. Like next year could be our nine thirty at night with just a torrential downpour. Yeah, agreed. But we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, we can get some sunny days and an unexpected, you know, good weather, and we'll be like, yeah, you know what? I mean, we've had seasons like this before. I remember them. Todd Graham, when, when the, I think it was 2014, we got blown out by UCLA on that Thursday night. And it was like, this season is off the rails. And we ended up winning 10 games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not giving up, but I just, I, I got to see something soon. And and feels like this week is the time to start seeing something, if we're going to. Yeah, I agree. But we'll we'll find out together late Saturday night. Uh, yeah, we will. Another late one. Yes, yes, on ESPNU, which, you know, is still better than Pac-12 Network. But yeah, you can actually not, get not that much. in hotels and it. most you cable providers. It, which is nice. That will be nice, uh, you know, and I, I'm going to try to watch uh, some and uh, be in central time zone. So it's what? Well, same time for you, I guess, 930. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? 1030 Eastern? Yep. Am I right about that? Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully we'll get a win and we'll end September three and one. And then it gets tougher in October. First three weeks of October, I think we'll tell the tale on where the season goes. Yeah. Are we, are we in contention or are we just playing out the string? Yeah. Well, we'll be back to break it all down until next time. He's Matt. I'm Ben. It's Ben Matt Sportscast. <laughs>